Hi, and welcome to Two Sober Chicks. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So good. I have loved this weather. It's the middle of winter, and it's snowing, and it's mm. one of my favorite times of year. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. It's fucking freezing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like minus 27 out there right now. For but... those of you in the southern United States or Botswana... You it's may not know what, of what 30. we speak. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and there's white stuff on the ground. Yeah. Uh, but it's been nice. Yeah. So, and we're back and uh, we're picking from our infamous topic jar. Well, actually, I think I want to go rogue. You want to go rogue? I want to go rogue. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I would like to know. Fastening my seatbelt. Since this is a partnership, okay. we both have to agree. All right. If it would be, uh, I don't know what the word is. I'm blanking out. If it would be amenable to you to discuss living the program. Selfishly, I want to talk about this because of something that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to talk about how um, living the principles of our program can affect people without even... Yeah telling them what we're doing or not in my case okay I'm just gonna stop being vague um I dated someone three years ago okay three years ago for a very brief period of time I think Mm -hmm. it was like six or seven weeks he was clearly an alcoholic I never said a word to him about his drinking not a word he would come over often with a bottle of wine and I would say to him as long as you take it with you when you leave it's not going to be a problem Um, But I could see that there was problems. (laughs) Anyways, he knew I was an alcoholic. I told him that I was an AA. He actually came with me to a meeting one time um, where I did the slogans. I didn't really introduce him to anyone because it wasn't a meeting that I went to a whole lot. He just Mm -hmm. sort of tagged along. And I remember he had a very uncomfortable reaction to the meeting afterwards. He was angry that we had to keep identifying as alcoholics. He thought it was humiliating. Um, right. that we would have to keep doing that. And but I remember, he wasn't identifying as an alcoholic. No, 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 no. Yeah. And I remember um, telling an old-timer about this guy's reaction. And the old-timer was like, that's interesting because typically when people react like that, it's because it's poking at something for them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I stopped dating him. Life goes on. Every once in a while, I get a text from him. I wouldn't return it. What's the reason? I mean, what's the point? I don't need to. Yeah. Uh, two nights ago at 1130, he called left a message said he was doing great and that he's been going to AA wow and I was like what um that's great and that a lot of things that I had said had shed light on a lot of what he was going through Mm -hmm. and he thanked me for that and there'll be no I will not return his call I will not pick up his calls there's no reason for me to Mm -hmm. but the really sort of like joy that I felt knowing that he found the rooms was pretty amazing. And like I said, I never said a word to him about his drinking. I just lived my life the way I live my life. And I'm sure, even though I can't remember it, there was conversations about recovery and, and the work I've done and yeah. what I do. But I thought that was pretty cool. I remember when um, when I first came to Alcoholics Anonymous, so many people in my, in my circles, family, whatever, friends, started to ask me, do you think I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to explain, well, that's not for me to decide. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that's what you were doing. You were living that that part of our program, which is it's not for us to tell anybody else that they're an alcoholic. You have to come to that conclusion on your own because you know if you had said to him, hey, buddy, I, I think you got a problem with drinking, mm. he would have sloughed it off and said, no, just because you do doesn't mean I do. And he probably never would have found the rooms. But you let it go, and and he found his way. That's so great. Yeah, so cool. I love it. 
and that he's doing well and that he thought of you and you never know what seeds you've you plant right yeah um and i think the seeds that you planted um you did so maybe unconsciously just by living your life in in a 12-step way yeah living your program yeah so that's fantastic well that was a good topic should we move on to one so, from the jar well what was or how did you, you word it again living the program Living the program. Initially, uh, what I said was how we can just live our lives based on the program, but people don't know what we're doing, and yeah. we can have an effect on others just by how they look at us. It's like I always say, your life is your ministry. Mm-hmm. People look at you, and they gauge, and they see. It's like what we say when we talk about a stick with the winners, which yeah. means does, does that person want have what you want? Do you look at them and say, what are they doing? Or why are they so happy? Or how are they going? Quite often, I feel like in recovery, um, based on comments that have been made towards me and about other people towards me, is how did they get through that with such grace? Or how mm. did they get through that with such faith? Yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, like, have a- you had people in your life wonder how you've gotten through some of the stuff you've gotten through? Yeah. And you know that it's been through the program and the faith that's been built through our work? Yes, absolutely. One of the most humbling things I have heard um, came from uh, one of my sisters. And, um, you know, I always looked up to my sisters. They're my older sisters and my big sisters. And, uh, and, you know, most of my life, because I was active in addiction, I wasn't really there for them because I was being selfish and self-seeking. And, and um, but... Um, one of my sisters not too long ago, and ha- and not just once, but mentions it several times, says that you are one of the strongest people mm. I have ever known. Mm. And that was very humbling for me. And, and it was like, wow, I can't believe she thinks that of me. And But it's through seeing me go through trials and and difficult times and, uh, and use the program, you know, where maybe the past in the past I would have wanted to scratch somebody's eyes out or <laughs> you know act seek revenge but instead we have a different way of looking at things and living our life through the program and through the 12 steps so you know letting things go um, focusing on my part not somebody else's part mm-hmm. um, trying to uh, focus on uh, forgiveness and, and letting go of things the way I would want them to be and accepting things the way they are um, I think people see that and go, I don't know how you do that. That's incredible. How do you do that? And they do it because it's a necessity. I, I need to do that. Mm, so good. Or else um, I will go back to being completely crazy and insane because life can be very frustrating for everybody um, when things don't work out the way you want or, or people aren't kind. You know, People do things, maybe they uh, betray you or stab you in the back or they hurt you. Um, usually because they're they're not well themselves um so yeah i need this way of living in order to have some sort of sanity in my everyday life mm-hmm. and it has kept me alive this way of living so it's an absolute so necessity so i don't see it as being strong or but yeah i just need it it's like medicine so it's all right so good I didn't look. I didn't click the twenty-three time on this minutes. One. No, that's that's something different. It's We're just looking at time. our. There we go. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Okay. So we have a few more minutes to go. Do you want to pick up another topic? Yeah. So you're listening to Two Sober Chicks, our podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is a good one. 
What do you say when people ask you why you don't drink? Ooh, that's great. Ties mm-hmm. in with um, anonymity too, right? A lot of times maybe you're out with people who don't know that you're an alcoholic or don't know you're in the program and you don't want to out yourself. Um, so some great tips. I picked up some great tips from a book called uh, Living Sober. Oh, that's a great book. I love that book, especially like when you're new. Yes. That is a, it's a tiny little book. It's an easy read, which I definitely needed when I first came in. My attention span was very short. Still is. Look, a shiny thing. Um, See, I'm off topic already. Mm -hmm. And uh, things like um, I'm on antibiotics. That was a tip I got from somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, because nobody, you know, lots of people know and they just accept that. But if you say, no, I don't want anything. Uh-huh. Most people will say, oh, come on, just one. Or yeah. they'll push a drink your way. Because yeah. everybody wants you to be part of. They want you to be part of the group. Join in. We're all having a drink. Shots for everybody. It's yeah. like, uh, not for me, thanks. That happened to me in the Dominican Republic several years ago with my cousin. Yeah. I mean, you basically get there and they put a... a <laughs> tea towel around your neck tip your head back and pour in shots like it's that I don't want to say um invasive yeah uh and I would say no I don't drink or and I don't want to and then I would get the come on to relax that's what I always got which is one of the worst (laughs) things to say to me is relax there's like relax and I was called a party pooper and so I kept saying I don't want to no thank Mm. you the sec and what I said um after a trying to figure out what else I could say to make these people leave me alone was as soon as I said I'm allergic the response I got was oh okay and no one asked me again no one questioned you say that to one person one time they're like okay and everybody backed off right for me sometimes it depends on the environment I'm in sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll say I'm in recovery other times I'll say I don't know I just don't drink right and people go okay or I've said it's a lifestyle choice yes and most people leave it alone I but you're right. Some, if you're like, I don't feel like it or no thank you or I... They feel like they need to change your mind, you know, and convince you that, yeah, you'll be better if you do this. Life will be better for you and things will be more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun way of turning down a drink is um, saying, no, I, I have to be somewhere next week. You know? Next week? Yeah. So if I have a drink now... Oh, <laughs> fuck! All bets are off. I'm like what? <laughs> I won't be just missing things tomorrow. It'll be like a week before I, you know, come to. Um, or that's uh, funny. Somebody I know, I can't remember who it was, used to say, "No thanks, I I'm allergic. Uh, I break out in handcuffs." Mm-hmm. I've heard that one. That's a good one. So there are some funny ways to do it. Yeah, um, like I I'm sorry, it will give me explosive diarrhea. Nobody will touch that one. <laughs> 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 okay, I think we'll end on that note. <laughs> Anal leakage is always a good topic. A good way to shut things down. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a great way to get a seat all to yourself on the subway, too. So you can Oh, and by that. the way, for uh, maybe people that want to find that book, Living Sober, I don't know who wrote it, but it's at a lot of meetings. So if you're new and you don't know this, a lot of the groups that you go to, we all have libraries. Some of us have more extensive libraries than others, but... There's so much good literature at, at, I was going to say at movies, at, um, at meetings. So check it out. When, the last one I bought, it looked like clouds. I don't know if that's the one you had. Yeah, it's um, a thin book. I was given one by one of my sponsors, and it was yellow. And okay. now I think it's blue, and yeah. it has clouds on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I have two versions. I have the old one and the new version. Yeah. And they're both the same. They just look different. Different on the outside, same on the inside. Oh, kind of like alcoholics. I was just going to say that. <laughs> so simpatico are we. This is why we're doing this podcast, yeah. Julie, because we think alike. Mm-hmm. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And this has been Two Sober Chicks. Thanks for listening. Bye.